The Bush Undertaker by Henry Lawson, retold by Bart Meehan, performed by Neil McLeod, produced by Bart Meehan for Artsound FM Canberra. Hi, Bob. Where are you, you old bastard? The moment we get into the bush, he goes wandering. What have you found now? Some half-rotted rue? If you stick your nose in, I'll kick you up the arse. All right, hold your horses. It's boiling out here. Not fit for man nor beast today. Well, what is it? Some old sheep carcass? Jesus, Mary and Joseph! It's a man, Five Bob, rough as a piece of leather and turned to a mummy by the heat. Who do you think it is, boy? Who'd be fool enough to come out here to die? It's hard to make anything of his face, shriveled like that. But there's something... Brummy! Is that you? Of course it is. Look at that bottle there in the grass and your blucher boots. I'd know those holes in the soles anywhere. I told you so, Brummy. I always told you how it'd be. And here you are, you old fool. You earn more money than any man in town, but you lushed it all away. I always said how it'd end, and now you can see for yourself. I was right. Uh, not that I'm happy about it, mate. I'm not saying that. Just that I was right. I expect you was coming to see me to get fixed up and set straight again. Then you was going to swear off, same as you always did. But here you are. You always found a way back to it, didn't you? I told you it was a gradual road, old mate, and the devil would be waiting at the end of it. Ah, I expect I'll have to fix you up this last time and make you decent. Won't do to leave you lying out here like a dead sheep. After all, it's Christmas Day, Brummy. Filthy hot, but still the Lord's birthday. Not that it matters to you now. Get away, five bob. He's not some tree stump for you to be sniffing at. You'll have to forgive him, Brummy. He's always been a stupid dog, and now he's getting old like us. But there's just him and me. You know, he always liked you. He'd carry on when you fell over dead drunk in the yard. Uh, Perhaps I shouldn't say that no more. Dead drunk, I mean. Uh, you won't be waking up this time, and not even if Five Bob licks your face. <laughs> there's some bits of bark that's been stripped off the trees over there. I'm thinking there's two pieces about six foot long. More than enough. You were never that big a man, though on the drink you grew a foot or two. <laughs> Here's what we'll do, old mate. I'll wrap you in them so I can carry you. 
You ain't as bad as you might be, considering I'm thinking you've been sitting here a good three months. I expect it was the rum that preserved you. Here you go. Tucked in, all nice and neat. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll use your belt to bind up the sandwich. <laughs> you don't need to worry about your trousers falling down no more. <laughs> up you go, old mate. It's not too far to home. You might have made it there if there was a little more left in the ticker. Get over here, Five Bob. Leave that goanna alone. You just make yourself comfortable, Brummy, and we'll be there afore you know it. <laughs> and here I thought it were going to be a dull Christmas with just me and old Five Bob. Old mate, in the gusty old weather when our hopes and our troubles were new, in the years spent in wearing out leather, I found you unselfish and true. We'll have a bit of a breather here, Brummy. It don't bother you much, but oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. There's another one of them dang things. That's two I've seen this morning. Get away from him, five bobber. He'll smack you silly with his tail. Oh, they're nasty things, them goannas, Brummy. They'll take a bite out of you if you get too close. I, um, hope you don't mind me saying... But you don't smell none too sweet, mate. It must have been just about the middle of shearing when you pegged out, and the, the truth is you are never one to waste money on a bath. I don't smell nothing, you'd say to anyone complaining. <laughs> shoo! Shoo! The, the, there's them, them black goannas. How many's that? Three? I've seen swarms of grasshoppers and big mobs of kangaroos, but damned if I ever I've seen a flock of black goannas afore. I think they might fancy you for Christmas dinner, old son. <laughs> it's a hard life out here, ain't it? Hellish hot, and the bush is full of things that spit and bite. Makes you wonder why a man stays. Have you ever thought about going to the city? I went once, but Lord, you should have heard the noise. I couldn't get out that place fast enough. Get away, you devils! You've got to keep an eye on them, Brummy. But don't you worry. you got me to do that. Come on, mate. One last push for home. It's not far now. I remember, old man, I remember. The tracks that we followed are clear. The jovial last nights of December. The solemn first days of the year. Long tramps through the clearings and timber, short partings on platform and pier. We're here, mate. Ah, oh, that was harder work than I thought it'd be. Oh, you must have put on a pound or two. Funny, you'd think you'd lose it after the souls departed. I expect I'll have to put you in the chimney trough for the night, Brummy. Now don't give me that look I'm not about picking a row with you. I'd do as much for you and more than any other man, but you can't expect me to take you into the hut, can you? Like I was saying back there, you're not all that sweet smelling. 
"'And besides, if I propped you in a chair at the table, five bob would never sleep. "'He'd have his eye on you all night, waiting for you to make you move. "'It'll be comfortable enough in the chimney, and it won't be long till morning, "'and we'll get the job finished then.' "'Get in here, five bob. I'm making some Christmas dinner.' A bit of doughboy, and I'll simmer some salt meat with taters, the way me ma used to make em. How's that sound, Brummy? Oh, sorry, old mate. That's me forgetting me manners. I don't suppose you have much of an appetite nowadays. <laughs> Morning, Brummy. Do you rest all right? Uh, better than me, I expect. I had a little nip of rum before I settled in me bunk, and that's usually enough to put me away for the night. But I was woked up by a peculiar rustling sound overhead and five bobs whimpering. So I got out the old shotgun and went searching round the place. I thought it might be possums or the wind, but damned if I didn't see this black object coming over the ridge pole. I fired and it took off. I chased it round the other side of the hut, and you know what I found? one of them great black goannas in violent convulsions on the ground. He must have followed us in. I told you they fancied you, Brummy. The smell didn't put them off. <laughs> anyway, after that I couldn't go back to sleep, could I? His mates mightn't have been that far behind. So I put on the billy, and I sat there on the veranda all night, looking out for you, like I said I would. Mind you... I haven't wasted all that time. I figured out the best spot to bury you and worked on the dimensions. Then I, I went and dug the hole while it was still cool. So that's it then. We're all set to go, Brummy. Uh, but there's one thing. I don't rightly know your religion and there ought to be something said. So it comes to me, I expect. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust in hopes of a great and glorious resurrection. No, I don't think that's you at all, old mate. And besides, you didn't have that good a time here that you'd want to come back to it. No, I'll keep it like you'd want. This is the last of Brummy. It's all over, and nothing matters to him now. He used to say how it'd be all right tomorrow but now there won't be no tomorrow for him. So whatever he was and did is done. That'll do it. Come on, mate. Time to turn you in. You got some resting to do. Get in behind, Five Bob. You need to show your respects. I can still feel the spirit that bore us, and often the old stars will shine. I remember the last spree in chorus for the sake of that other Lang Syne, when the tracks lay divided before us, your path through the future and mine.